the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. See Minneapolis St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Donald Trump predicting the Justice Department will not indict him in connection with documents seized from his Florida estate. The former president predicts Democrats will face a backlash from the American people if they pursue a criminal indictment in connection with the FBI raid on his home in Florida. Big problems. I just don't think they'd stand for it. A confident Trump telling the Salem Radio Network he's got a strong record of staving off accusations he calls hoaxes from the Democrats. Russia, Russia, Russia. I beat it. The Mueller report. I beat it because I did nothing wrong. The former president is set to hold a Save America rally tonight in Youngstown, Ohio. Bob Agner reporting. More pressure. It's growing on Russian leader Vladimir Putin, mounting on the battlefield and in the halls of global power. Analysts say Ukrainian troops continue to push Russian forces back. This is SRN News. Sideline Sanity with Michelle Tafoya. Seems as though every generation thinks... Oh, you don't you don't understand. You don't know history. You don't No one's being taught about slavery. And it's like I learned about it in second grade. It's almost this notion that each generation thinks there hasn't been enough attention paid. And so we see more and more of a focus on it. Streaming on Apple Podcasts and Salem Podcast Network dot com. AM 1280, The Patriot. Do you want a chance to win a $1,000 Williams-Sonoma shopping spree? Just share one of your go-to recipes in the Your Favorite Recipes sweepstakes. Your recipe could be included in the World's Greatest Recipes Volume 2 cookbook. Enter once a day at am1280thepatriot.com. Chance of showers today with a high of 81. More thunderstorms tonight possible with a low of 63. Sunny tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shiny spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy institutional blue, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. I'm Mitch Berg, best known as the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, along with my colleagues, Jack Tomczak, coming up at 3 o'clock, the new guy, uh, the guy who knows where all the bodies are buried in Minnesota politics, Jack Tomczak. Also, it drives apparently a pretty pretty spiffy Mustang. We talked about that last week on his show. He talked about it, and uh, I got to watch it as I was walking out of the studio last week. Fuchika Pesta, that is a nice car, and I don't care what they say. The paint job was just righteous. Anyway, 
Uh, Jack, take that. Uh, and then, of course, Brad Carlson coming up from 1 to 3 tomorrow on AM 12A, The Patriot. King Banyan, Saturday mornings, 9 to 11, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, together with the Northern Alliance Radio Network here on AM 12A, The Patriot, dominating the Twin Cities media like the benevolent despots we are. However... The regular government in the state of Minnesota is not a despotry, well, at least not officially, uh, one way or the other, benevolent or otherwise. We still have to elect our representatives, and they still have to do our bidding uh, with any luck at all. With us to uh, take a shot at uh, at being one of those elected representatives from next door to my home district uh, in Senate, uh, House District 65B in St. Paul, uh, it's my pleasure to welcome a candidate for the Minnesota House, Kevin Felstead. Welcome to the Northern Alliance, Kevin. Well, thank you very much. It's uh, great to be here. I don't know too much about radio, so I'll let you lead away and ask any questions you want, and we'll just chat. <laughs> That's what we're here for, absolutely. By the way, if you have questions for Kevin Felstead, 651-289-4488. Uh, first question uh, for, for someone in this position, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Uh, how did you get here? Well, that's a good question. So I've been blind since birth. What that really means is I got to drive a Mustang in high school and fool the cops that I was blind when they thought I was seeing. Uh, in, in actuality, uh, I have an MBA and a computer science degree and only got those after working in the computer business for over 40 years without a degree. So I'm a big um, believer in uh, people being entrepreneurial and moving ahead. I've been a consultant. I've done a number of different things. And uh, my wife and I adopted four children. Uh, they were hard-to-place children. But we adopted them as infants, and they are grown. They're over 30 now, so I don't know if that ages me. But uh, in any event, uh, we really enjoyed uh, raising a family. Uh, we are Christian. I'm a, a believer, a strong believer in Jesus Christ. And uh, I've always been a junkie of current events, and uh, I've just been amazed at current events, and sometimes I have more time than others, and I'm a conservative all the way through. Excellent. So, does that give you a good summary? Or it gives me a good summary, absolutely. And by the way, as a self-taught uh, human factors engineer, I'm with you there on the whole entrepreneurialism thing there. I'm on my third career that for which I've had no formal training whatsoever. That's 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 a great way to go li through life if you're lucky and blessed. For sure. Absolutely. So so you seem like a fairly, uh, fairly normal, sane person. What on earth prompted you to want to run for the Minnesota House? Oh, it must have been some insanity. I must, maybe I had too many cups of coffee. I don't know. I'm sure about that, but uh, actually, I was asked by the Republican Party for the district if I would run, and I understand that they kept a secret from me. They said, well, nobody's won this district for a long time, and I guess I didn't know that, even though I've lived in the district for 14 years. I, I didn't think about that, So, but in reality, I believe that we need to change this country, and the only way we're going to do that is for more grassroots people to run. Oh, you know, yeah. We've got plenty of, of, of uh, established politicians, and I'm not against established politicians. I've met some night ones, nice ones, met some not-so-nice ones, too. Uh -huh, oh, yeah. But in, in reality, we need to step up. We need to step up uh, those of us who, who may have never run before. And that's why I said, oh, I'll give it a shot. I'll try. We'll go, we'll go from there. It is a tough district indeed, and of course, I mean, if it was if, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. I mean, it's uh, too many are called, but few are chosen. It's sixty five B, which is the the district formerly uh, in the hands of oh, I'm blanking on his name right now. Uh, 
Latino name, and I'm blanking. Carlos. Carlos Mariani. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Carlos, the Jackal Mariani, uh, is 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 has been. He's retiring now, and he's being yeah. replaced. Uh, he they're, he's they're going to try and replace him with with someone else, someone with a hyphenated last name, a name that is peak. Anna, somebody, but I doesn't I matter. Think, she can, she, yeah. can, she can pay for her own ad. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now, by the way, I offer her equal time. That is it is my legal obligation to offer her equal time on this station. I, in fact, would very much likely. I like to compel her to come out on this station because, boy, do I have questions for her during her equal time. So so please, if you're uh, one of Anna What's-Her-Face's uh, people, have her call my people. <laughs> We're more than willing to get her on the air. Bring it on. Uh, same with uh, Betty McCollum, Ilhan Omar, all of you. By the way, equal time is uh, solicited. So tell us a little bit about the district. What do you, You've been, lived there for 14 years. Uh, what are the issues that that you that matter from what you see in in talking with people in in sixty five b well you know it 's a district that has a number of different uh, uh, ethnic groups and that kind of thing, yeah, but in reality, I think the issues to unbury in other words to get by and really expose are people have children, people send their children to school, we have a crime rate that 's through the roof. I used to be able to walk down Shepherd Road to Sibley Street and catch the light rail, yep. and now, if I were to go down that street, I would take my life into my hands and it 's only happened in the last oh maybe fifteen months i 've been scared out of my wits sometimes going down that street and i'm i'm i 'm pretty uh, sane person and okay to walk, but I have just been amazed at. Oh. At the, and, and, you know, we had a, a police officer, a couple of police officers come and talk to our apartment building about crime. They told me straight out, and this is, a, I won't use their names, so they're, they're anonymous, but they told me straight out that the mayor has prioritized homeless people above the citizens. Now, I uh, have plenty of apathy for homeless people. I want us to be caring for the homeless people and helping people get jobs and that kind of thing. But I certainly think that uh, citizens uh, deserve the, the most respect of taxpaying citizens. And that's, 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 that's a core issue for me, really. Yeah. Oh, it is. And, and it's a core issue for, I mean, a super core issue for me because for a variety of reasons, both philosophical and practical. I mean, if, if, a, if a society doesn't have order, prosperity is impossible. And if prosperity isn't possible, then freedom is purely academic. Right. And if you don't have freedom, of course, uh, then, then order is onerous. You have to have a balance of the three. And the That's balance right. is very off in St. Paul, even just purely philosophically. Now you get into the practicalities. Up on my end of 65, on the north end, during the riots, I had my pharmacy I've been going to for 25 years get burned down Ooh. to the ground. The guitar store that I had just gotten one of my instruments out of a few weeks earlier got looted and partially burned. Uh, I, the, two of the gas stations in the neighborhood were closed for a good long time because they got looted from door to door and, and vandalized within an inch of their lives. This, uh, we are told is our tough luck because as the, the president of the Minneapolis City Council and some of the people in the St. Paul City Council tell us, to expect public safety is privilege. To which I respond, dang Skippy, it's privilege. It's one I pay all these That's ridiculous right. taxes yes. for. You're going to privilege me with exactly what I pay you morons for. So, exactly. at any rate, that's a city issue, but we see that this this problem here, and and, and the, the legislature has plenty to do with this, Kevin Belstead. You know, I think so. I think here here's the first perspective that I would take: we need to disincentivize any city from cutting police forces. We need to disincentivize cities from uh, hiring soft prosecutors. 
and and so forth. And and we can do that through budget. We can do that through constitutional amendments if necessary. But we need to turn this around. There is no way that I can stand there realistically and have a city mayor say, well, we don't need police officers, but we'll hire social workers. OK. Yeah. And I love social workers. They're great. That's great. We need that. Oh, yeah. But we cannot substitute out police officers. And for some reason, the cities think that they can just get, get all kinds of money and and do that. And and I just think that, uh, you know, being new, I don't know all the levers, but I'm willing to try and find out. Just like I learned computer programming, I can learn this. And this is phenomenal. Well, yeah, that's the way government is supposed to be. People should be able to, to, to teach themselves how to do it on the phone. And, and We've got many examples of people who've done exactly that. So let's talk. I mean, when, when you talk with people in the district, I mean, what are they concerned about? What are you know, I'll issues? tell you, in our apartment building, we have 90 units. So it's a medium-sized building. Right. They are most concerned, because there's a lot of children in that building, right. about the way the schools have fallen apart. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had probably 15 months of the Zoom fever. Uh, where schools were taught over Zoom. Parents had no idea what was going on. Some parents would sit in on it, but some parents, you know, just didn't even know what to do. And I know just in our building that about a third of the students just stopped going. Oh, yeah. Just stopped going. And I've read that that's a statistic that is probably nationwide in this situation, and it might even be higher in St. Paul. Oh, uh, yeah. Incredibly, because, you know, the the tough thing is that you can't just send a five year old to, to Zoom session and say, we're going to teach you how to read. It's going to happen. Doesn't Ain't work. Gonna happen at all. No, no. And and they, they are wrapping themselves in virtue on on the subject because I always saved lives. They saved no lives. Uh, Minnesota's performance was no better than the surrounding states that, that kept the kids in school and kept their markets open. I mean, this is this is just complete hogwash. And it's it's done entirely for virtue signaling purposes. And mm-hmm. it's time for government in Minnesota to be run by people who understand that. Well, circuit. exactly. And I mean, uh, here's here's my perspective. I, I will be straight up with this because I'm not politically correct. The teachers' unions don't care about the kids at all. <laughs> yeah. All right? That's number one. Number two, the teachers' unions and the governor can colluded to try and give more power to the teachers' unions and re- allow the teachers to stay home. Oh, yeah. Basically, through this whole COVID thing. So they use the COVID as – I mean, we have children who were the least um, – the group that had the least uh, fear of being sick from COVID. Least you know, vulnerable. Statistically. Yeah. Least vulnerable. Absolutely. And so when you look at that situation, what are we going to do? We we need to mandate that no schools can be closed for that kind of a situation ever again. None. We cannot do that. You know, there are statistics out there that if you don't get your reading taught by the second grade, you're going to have reading troubles for life. So what we've got is we've got a whole generation now of five to seven-year-olds that lost 18 months. They probably, it's criminal. They probably have lost the ability to read as well as they could have. And that means they can't go to college. They can't get jobs. Uh, you know, very difficult. And there is no reason why that should have happened. Absolutely, Absolutely not. Yeah, questions for Kevin Felstead running for Minnesota State House in District 65B. Give us a call, 651-289-4488. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. This is the Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Same as it ever was.
sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Wherever there's a need in the Twin Cities, you'll find the Salvation Army. Each month, more and more of our neighbors fall behind on rent, face eviction, and become homeless due to pay cuts, job losses, health issues, addiction, and inflation. The need may be greater than ever, but so is the Salvation Army's response. Next week, you'll hear stories of lives changed and how you can help. Keep an eye on our website and social media pages for details on the Salvation Army's Here to Help campaign. Supported by Geritom Medical. We noticed we had a leak in our roof. Hey, I'm Brenda from Stillwater, Minnesota. We noticed some water staining in our ceiling by our chimney. This is our first time working with JTR Roofing. A close friend had recommended them and had a great experience. They ended up replacing our roof and performed the work on our chimney. I would recommend JTR Roofing because they were reliable, friendly, there were no hidden costs in their quotes, and the craftsmanship was outstanding. Not only did they do an outstanding job on our home, but also they support the community. They've had a good reputation in the 30 years that they've been in business. And just overall, it was just a wonderful experience working with the company. I was absolutely satisfied with the work. Absolutely. We're thinking about having our windows replaced and we will be calling JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted on the job each year, leading to injuries and death. This is the reality they deal with when making contact with the public. Another reality is that if someone doesn't comply with a lawful order or uses force against them, police may have to use sufficient force in response to obtain compliance. Use of force is always ugly. Nobody likes it, especially police. And nobody knows how it will turn out. Spread the word. For de-escalation to work, both parties must de-escalate. And de-escalation isn't necessary if there is no escalation. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Whether it's getting asked a question, getting a citation, or getting arrested, don't argue, don't resist, don't flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now, complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org. Have you lost your gun rights due to an old criminal offense? Have you been denied a permit to carry or a purchase of a firearm? I'm attorney Kelly Keegan, and I can help. Schedule a free consultation at keeganlawoffice.com. That's K-E-E-G-A-N lawoffice.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join us. Hey, don't forget, Regnery's Book of the Month is awesome. What is it? Go to am1280thepatriot.com, look up the Regnery Book of the Month, you'll find it. It's just, consider it your homework. Go find the Book of the Month, look it up, become fascinated, read, make yourself a better person. What, have I got to do everything? Jeez, I feel like I've got teenagers in the house again here, crying me. 651-289-4488. We're talking with Kevin Felstead running for the Minnesota State House in District 65B, the B side of my district, the late, the, the much lamented, vastly benighted District 65, which, by the way, whenever Democrats complain about gerrymandering, I say, what are you people talking about? Have you looked at 65? It starts up 
I'm in the northwest corner of the district, up along uh, by the fairgrounds. It scoops down through Frogtown, through Crocus Hill. So you've got the Midway. You've got where the riots happened. You've got where all the poshas live down on Crocus Hill. It goes through downtown. So you've got all the, 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 the yuppies down in Irvine Park. And then you go over to get over to the, the West End. Or the west side, the west end, and the west side. Uh, so, so you've got the the, the the Latino neighborhood. I mean, it's the most gerrymandered district. I, I think I can I can imagine anywhere this side of Illinois. I suspect. So uh, anyway, not that I have a pet peeve about that at all, Kevin Felstead. But uh, yeah, a couple of your big issues are parental uh, parental choice here, and uh, I, that that's been a hot issue here for parents well, nationwide. Totally. I mean, here's the thing: how is it that I don't have any idea, and, and, and this was t- true even when I was younger, but now it's on, on steroids. A parent has no idea what their children are being exposed to. Are the children at five years old being exposed to, uh, you know, just anything goes? Are they being told that you're not supposed to be a boy, you're supposed to be a girl now? Or maybe it's 31 genders? I'm just very confused. I mean... I want to have that conversation first with my children, and I would did have that conversation when they were young, and I have not found a single parent that would want it any other way. I just have not found that. Yet it seems to be pervasive in the government. It seems to be pervasive in the schools. And this critical race theory thing that they're talking about teaching and have been teaching to the schools, I mean, I live in a district that has many races in it, I'm a blind person. I can't tell the color of somebody's skin. <laughs> we don't care about that. We all want to live together. And what this is being, what is happening with CRT is it's creating division just for the sake of unions, teachers' unions, and something to teach and for government to, to keep us apart. And education consultants so, uh, to whom we transfer taxpayer exactly. money. Absolutely. Exactly. Uh, and, and by the way, we had Angus Fox on twice in the show. He's an English academic who uh, wrote about the browbeating and log rolling that parents get when they try to fight back against their kids uh, being uh, brainwashed by not, 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 you know, sometimes teachers, more often online society, the transgender right. community right. is just incredibly brutal about log rolling people into line, either getting to, you know, either, either, either join up or shut up or get cut up, essentially, is what they're saying here. And it's, I mean, they, it's brutal stuff. And the schools have bought into it. They say we just, at the very best, they say, well, we really can't get in the way. It's a kid's decision here, which is odd. A kid can't decide to buy a gun or, or, or take a road Not trip. only that, but they believe that they have the right to say it's a kid's decision and keep that decision from the parents. Exactly. You know, which that's is, horrible. It, it is horrible. That even, even gets some progressives, I know, upset about uh, about things. That's, it's like this. So uh, 651-289-4488. Let's go to the phones in Minneapolis. John, you're on the line with Kevin Felstead. Yeah, I, I, thanks for taking my call. I just want to uh, reiterate that you're absolutely right. The public education is driven by the Department of Education in Minnesota, and indoctrination is mandated in the workshops they provide. But also the Department of Health and Human Services mandates trainings, and they've got one coming up through Canvas Health called Racism and Trauma. And in that workshop, they insist that white people are responsible for the trauma of racism, which is ridiculous. It's provided by a psychologist who got a Ph.D., you know, uh, because she showed up and said that. 
So I'd like yeah. you to comment on the, those mandated trainings and how you're going to address. Well, I, I have a pretty radical. I have a pretty radical. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. I have a pretty radical perspective. I think we need to eliminate the Department of Education and move the curriculum down to the local school boards. That's the first thing. I I cannot imagine. What the department nationally, the Department of Education should have never been formed. I think Nixon formed it or whoever did. And locally, what in the world are they doing? Because they're a bureaucracy that's not answerable. They get their budgets through and then they go do whatever they want. And we cannot have that. That's absolutely right. And it's interesting. We're fighting a culture war in education that I don't think Americans know what is on the other side of it. And this is, it's interesting. When you, my my father's a teacher. Two of my mother's parents are both teachers. My little sister's a teacher today. I have even taught just a lot college level stuff. I mean, so far from hostile to teachers. But there's an attitude about teaching in Europe. I mean, you, you literally hear it from Danes. And Swedes, so yeah, the, the teachers are the professionals. They know more about raising kids than the parents do. And there's a current of thought among the modern education academy and the administrators who love them that says, yeah, they got the right idea. We need to break Americans of this idea that the parents are the experts on their own kids. And that is the most noxious, toxic, reprehensible thought that you can imagine, and yet it is out there. It is for real, and it is being taught to your kids today. And and I tell you. My father hasn't voted for a Democrat since maybe Eisenhower, <laughs> except for maybe the, maybe the current governor of North Dakota because his first lady's a former student and a high school classmate of mine. So maybe one Republican in the last 60 years. But you get him talking about the teachers' union and the educational administrative complex. He sounds like a Ron Paul guy, like a Ron DeSantis guy. I could be, I'm so proud of my dad for coming around on that here. And every American who still believes and the integrity of the public school system needs to learn from what's going on around us today uh, from the parents of Virginia. Really, frankly, the parents of Edina who who stood up to their school board and pushed back and, and said, you know, no, no more. You cannot pass here, uh, Kevin Felstead. This is this is the, Absolutely. This well, is the beach to die on. I have here, a very parents. brief story I want to tell. When I was Go in first it. grade, I uh, went to a public school. And since I'm a totally blind person, they had no idea how to teach me to read. Right. My mother went and learned Braille and taught me to read in first grade, along with the rest of my kept right up. The point is, we cannot let parents off the hook. We as parents need to take our responsibility and we absolutely need to be involved in, in the in the education of our children. And so any bureaucracy that's going to get in the way of that. My uh, grandmother was a teacher. My grandfather was a, a superintendent of schools. I have no I have loved all the teachers that I've ever had. I don't think I had a bad teacher growing up in in the 60s and 70s. Oh. And teachers are not the issue. Teachers unions are the issue oh, yeah. and the Department of Education is the issue. Absolutely. And the growth of the administrative uh, state totally. in the which is 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 a is an offshoot of the educational academy which has turned into an indoctrinaire leftist uh, leftist institution at, at, at colleges. That's something that we're going to have to tackle in the long term if we're ever going oh, to totally. rescue the public education system. Or just get your kids into, into charter schools, private schools, or homeschooling. Well, that's the other thing. We used all, for our children, none, we use public school, we use charter school, and we use private school, depending upon the needs of the children. We cannot have just one choice. Absolutely not. And we need the money to follow the student. And that's, All the way. and that's something, by the way, you know, to, to bring things back to our district, our home in St. Paul, uh, Kevin, that, uh, that I, want to, I would love if we had some statewide Republican candidates to do this with us, to get together with some of these charter school parents who are in St. Paul 
overwhelmingly more people of color, immigrants, yes. English as yes. a second language, than the districts themselves are. I mean, yes. actually, higher, higher pr- pr- proportion of lower-income students and, and students of color and, and all of those buzz phrases than the district schools. Oh, and they no need question. to know that it's the Republicans that have stood with that lifeboat yes. and the Democrats that have tried repeatedly to torpedo charter schools and would do it again in a heartbeat if they thought they could get away with it. Yes. And that's something where... St. Paul people like you and I, especially myself, who pulled his kids out of the public schools and put them in charter schools, uh, need uh, we, we need some help from the state party. And frankly, the state party needs some help from us on on, on oh, that kind of subject. Kevin no Bell's question, right. and we need to we need to push the budget. We need to follow the follow the money. I've heard that there's a constitutional amendment in the way of of totally providing vouchers. Well, let's move that constitutional amendment out of the way and get vouchers going. Let's get everything in support of the best solution and let the market drive it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And of course, as as uh, as Dave Osbeck said, we uh, in the previous segment we need to win the governor, the yes. House, and the Senate to do that because Governor Clink. Uh, being a fully owned subsidiary of the teachers union is not going to pass any such thing. No. He will veto. He's he will veto anything, even if there's a bipartisan majority uh, supporting it. He will he will veto it because his leash is held by Denise Specht, and that's <laughs> all she wrote when it came to that. Uh, Kevin Felstead, you are running for the Minnesota State House in District 65B. Correct. You're running a campaign out there. You, you, your website, by the way, I've posted it, shotinthedark.info, uh, kf 4 HR65B.com. HR65B.com. I've got that posted at shotinthedark.info right now. So uh, hopefully if you if you couldn't remember that, just go to shotinthedark.info, click on the link. We'll get you there. Uh, tell us a little bit about the kind of help you need as you run this. I race. need grassroots help block by block. That's the only way we're going to get this done. We need to start forming, and you can, you can uh, go to my website, my email address, and phone number. Even my phone number are published okay. right on the website. You call me, and we'll start getting um, block-by-block situations going. You know, the only way to convince people is by neighborhood talking to neighbor. Oh, especially in St. Paul. In St. Paul. It's just the absolute way. And so that's that's what we're focusing on right now is – is grassroots efforts block by block. If you live in the 65B, get out. Now is the time. If there's ever a year where where uh, lightning could get captured in a bottle, this would be it. Kevin Felstead, best of luck out there. Hope for the best here this fall. Uh, we'll be rooting for you. Stay in touch. Uh, let's talk again soon, okay? Thank you very much. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. We'll be right back. Go nowhere. The fun is three-quarters over, hence really just beginning. We'll be right back. You have your doctor and your dentist. You even have your trusted mechanic. But who's your plumber? Hey, it's Troy from Champion Plumbing. We'd love to be your trusted plumber. Take your water heater. Problems always happen at the wrong times. Call Champion Plumbing, and we can usually install a new water heater the same day. We have over a 1,000 five-star reviews at championplumbing.net. So the next time you're asked, who's your plumber? Just say Champion Plumbing. Find us online at championplumbing.net. Education is absolutely the most critical decision you can make for your children. To get half off, it's a no-brainer. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, his better half, and we're from Oakdale. We wanted a strong Christian school with conservative values. 
The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. I asked the station several times to make sure that I understood that there weren't strings attached. And, and there were no strings attached. The impact on our kids has been amazing. Their critical thinking is stronger and they're better equipped for life. Yeah, the power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Send your child to a private school for half the cost for their first year. No strings attached. For details and participating schools, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. I'm driving a 2018 Elantra, red, my favorite color. Hi, I'm Rita from St. Paul. Well, when I first walked in, I felt welcomed. And I'd been at a couple other dealerships that uh, I gave an F to. And Justin was the first gentleman to wait on me when I took it in for my first service. And he's been the only person that I've dealt with since then. Can't say enough good things about him. On Christmas Day last year, I was on the freeway driving home. And all of a sudden, a red light came on. And the right front tire was low. And the next day I called and Justin answered. He said, only take a look at it and go in the waiting room and, and I'll get back to you. They found that there was a huge nail in the tire. And so he was able to get that all fixed up and replaced and sent me on my way home. Infragrove Hyundai was very welcoming. Service was excellent. Infragrove Hyundai's service technicians are ready for you no matter what kind of vehicle you drive. Open 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays. Call them today or schedule your appointment at InfragroveHyundai.com. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Don't forget Jack Tomczak coming up after the top of the hour. The new guy doing what he does best. Brad Carlson coming up tomorrow. I don't know what he's covering tomorrow, but if, it's, if, there's, a, if there's a Miss Minnesota pageant event going on, expect full door-to-door coverage. <laughs> No, that's awesome. Yeah, oh yeah. Underboss is all down with that. And of course, uh, King Banyan, Saturday mornings, 9 to 11 on our sister station over on the 1440, AM 1440, The Businessman. So much to talk about here today. Uh, We've had a number of people call asking me, what what do I think about Governor Klink's uh, energy mandates, where he is essentially uh, going to do his best to turn Minnesota into another California with all that that implies in terms of rolling brownouts and hideous power bills. I, I think the timing is bad. I'll, I'll explain this. First of all, it's stupid. It's a stupid, stupid idea. We need to build nukes now. I'm, I'm going to paraphrase Sarah Palin uh, from 2008. Build nukes now, baby. All of them. All the nukes. Renew the licenses at Monticello and Prairie Island. Take some of that air, uh, power, uh, land from the coal plants up in Becker. Tear them down if you want. Build a new nuke plant. New nuclear technology, almost foolproof from an engineering perspective, almost disaster. Frankly, 
The only people who have ever been killed by nuclear power uh, in a Western nuclear power plant, forget about Chernobyl for a moment here, the only people killed in a nuke plant in a non-socialist economy (laughs) were the people who were killed uh, by coal mining accidents and oil drilling accidents and gas drilling accidents after Three Mile Island and other nuclear power plants were sunsetted starting 40 years ago as the unscientific uh, emotional outburst of the party of science uh, gutted the nuclear power industry in this country and, by the way, in Europe. By the way, can we say this? I I talked about this last week on the broadcast. If you have any friends out there who are fans of Angela Merkel in Germany, pelt them with rocks and garbage. I mean that metaphorically, not literally. Don't throw rocks and garbage at anyone. That's assault. That's bad. Don't commit crimes. But morally, metaphorically, figuratively, pelt them with rocks and garbage. Because what's happening in Europe right now with power tripling in price, possibly going up by an order of magnitude by 10 times, that is going to gut European prosperity like a carp in the hands of a bunch of coyotes, jackals, hyenas, some sort of carnivorous dog. That's what that's what. The energy prices are going to do the German economy. And that's what we stand to have happen here. We've, I, we need, actually, we need to get Christina Pearson on the show again here, one of our uh, favorite uh, guests talking about the subject of energy. She's been on a few times on the show in the past talking about uh, <laughs> the inevitable end results of this sort of Californication of uh, Minnesota's energy policy, which Go- Governor Klink is going full bore on as of uh, his, his announcements yesterday. Uh, mandating electric cars, mandating renewable power, mandating uh, mandating po- baseload power being provided by energy sources that don't provide baseload power. <laughs> if it's not blowing out, there's no wind power. If it's not sunny, there's no solar energy. Build nukes now, baby. Well, that's not what Governor Klink is going to do. So... I, I think the worst thing about it is, as my earlier remark about the timing was going to say, is is this. The worst thing about Governor Klink's energy mandate is the timing. It takes place during the last days of summer on what promises to be a gorgeous, slightly humid, warm, perfectly warm enough weekend uh, to, to announce the idea that you're going to gut our electrical power system like a carp in the hands of a bunch of jackals. Much better if the election were going to be held, say, in January or February when people's energy bills have gone up by 50%. See, that's when people should be asked to vote about energy bills in Minnesota. Early November, we'll probably still have a a second summer. I think that's the politically correct term for it these days. Uh, By that point of the year in Minnesota, a a second summer of some sort. We'll, We'll have a nice warm stretch right after Halloween, just in time for uh, Election Day. If we were to have this election in February, (laughs) I have a hunch if things go the way they seem to be going when it comes to energy prices, looking at my own energy bills, looking at the bills of some of my friends around the neighborhood, already in summer, Governor Waltz, next time he walks down the Minnesota State Fair midway, is going to get pelted with food on sticks, fresh out of fryers if he's not lucky. That's what I think about his energy mandate. Build nukes now. Shut up. 
Uh, speaking of which, by the way, this is something he's going to have to 180 his way around, or I should say maybe not him. If he wins the governor's election this fall, his successor, uh, his, his, the DFL in 2026 and the, uh, his, the next gubernatorial candidate in 2028, probably Peggy Flanagan, uh, is going to have to reverse around that, say, hey, we were always for nukes and for drilling and for natural gas and, and, and building the pipeline, the gas pipeline in from the Dakotas. We were always for that, even though they weren't, because it's been a big week of reversals, of course, on, on key issues that are important to Minnesotans, that have been important to Minnesotans for a couple of years. The sorts of issues that the polling tells us the voters are pretty concerned about if their main focus in life isn't abortion. I'm going to guess some of the uh, internal polls that are going around have uh, been giving, giving uh, Representative Angie Craig and Dean Phillips a little bit of a wake-up call. Let's remember this. In 2022, Representative Craig and Phillips have um, a bit of a change of heart on crime just in time for midterms. A story came from the Strib this past week amid Republican criticisms of their votes. Phillips and Craig are now publicly separating themselves from that uh, provision. Quote, while I supported much of the Justice in Policing Act, I did not favor the language on qualified immunity, said Phillips, who was endorsed by the Minnesota Police and Peace Officers Association in 2020. Uh, Angie Craig, facing a tough re-election race for her swing seat, says, quote, My thinking has evolved. Knowing what I know now and how tax on law enforcement have negatively impacted recruitment and retention and morale and how these factors affect public safety efforts, I think that qualified immunity must remain in place for our law enforcement officers, said Angie Craig, bringing the keen intellect that she always brings to these jobs. Oh, I'm mad thinking about this. These people were both anti-police two years ago. We cannot let them get away with this. We cannot let them get away with this. If you can pony up a few bucks for Tyler Kistner, for Tom Weiler out in uh, uh, Tom Wheeler out in uh, CD3, you need to. They are the good guys. Tyler Kistner and, and Tom Wheeler are being buried by Bloomberg money, by Soros money, by Alliance for a Better Minnesota, progressive plutocrat blood money. These are both candidates with a solid chance, especially Kistner, which is why Angie Craig started television ads in March, March of this past spring. She's so vulnerable. You could feel her shaking in terror when she does these stupid TV ads where suddenly Miss Abortion has gone all blue-collar hero talking about subsidizing vocational education. Gosh, do you think she... she think she's vulnerable in Goodhue County? Yeah, think? Speaking of reversals, we talked last week, I, I talked this past week about Attorney General Keith Ellison trying to get tough on crime. This is hilarious. This past week, uh, Attorney General Ellison decided he was going to get tough on crime by going after the businesses in North Minneapolis where the crime happens. He, he tweeted this past week, quote, if you're a business creating a dangerous public nuisance and turning a blind eye to gun violence and illegal behavior, I'm watching you and I will act. And it's more than a little tempting. In fact, I was a bad boy. I did have to respond. Turning a blind eye to violence, you're if you're going to be turning a you're going to be responding to people who turn a blind eye to violence. You're going to have to perp walk Mike Freeman and John Choi and the entire 2020 and 2022 Minneapolis City Councils into the courthouse. <laughs> but no, 
that would actually get to the root cause of this violence. What's he going to do? He's going to go after the businesses, the the liquor store, and the uh, the some other store. I forget what it is up in North Minneapolis. It's the Merwin's liquor store and the uh, blanking. It's a gas station, winter gas station, up on Broadway. And I got this. I have a question for him, which he will never answer, because he's a patrician. But what exactly are these stores' options? I mean, you think I I, I saw this on the news this morning uh, on the 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 the. PR fluffery that qualifies as Channel 9 Morning News. They said, well, the employees aren't doing anything about it. If you're overrun with gang members, what do you want a, a, a counter clerk to do? What are the options? Send the counter clerk out to get his job bashed in? Or maybe you call the police. And what happens then? I mean, if they can respond, it'll come way too late to do anything about whatever episode you're calling about. And... Even if the perps are arrested, they'll be back on the streets before the paperwork is done. By the way, as far as them loitering on your property, the police won't do anything about it because their county attorney won't charge it. Maybe you hire private security, basically mall cops, whose value is deterring people, basically keeping honest people honest. Hint, the problem is not honest people. So what do they do if they decide to cut up anyway? They call the police. Well, that gets us back to problem number one. (laughs) See a problem here? How about maybe hire off-duty cops? I mean, let's just forget the expense. It's going to be, I believe, the current rate for an off-duty sworn police officer with a badge and a gun and a billy club is 60 to 80 bucks an hour for now. Now, can the business even find any? available if they can afford it i just like to know keith ellison wherever you are what exactly are their options what do you suggest to these store owners should counter clerks be fighting gangbangers is that what you want if you stop charging people for shooting people maybe i got no other answers folks go nowhere we'll be right back Dispatch, this is Chief Wiggum, back in pursuit of the rebelling women. All right, your current location? Oh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm on a road, uh, looks to be asphalt, um, oh, jeez, trees, shrubs, uh, I'm directly under the earth's sun, now. AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Hello, fellow Patriots. We'd like to introduce you to GTS HVAC. Hi, it's Tamarin Gregg from GTS. We know you have a lot of great choices when it comes to heating, ventilation, and air conditioning companies. Even though we've been in business for 17 years, we haven't done a lot of advertising. So you might ask, why are we on this station? We believe it's important to stand up for our values and support those who do the same. If you'd like to work with someone like-minded, please give us a call at GTS HVAC. We're interested in long-term relationships and know that if we do the job right, you'll invite us back. 
So be sure to check our online reviews. GTS HVAC is a woman-owned business. And family-operated. Contact us now for your fall furnace tune-up, and we'll give you a free coffee card. We work on commercial buildings and businesses, too. GTS HVAC, your Ream Pro partner in the Twin Cities. Building systems that perform. Happy to be on the Patriot and online at gtshvac.com. Often the size of the fish grows each time you tell the story. The roller coaster gets a little taller, and the starry night sky gets even starrier. That's because the magic of some Minnesota moments is hard to put into words. The memories that become part fact, part feeling, but 100% real. Plan your dream trip at exploreminnesota.com. Sponsored by Explore Minnesota Tourism, aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now, I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, my band was supposed to have a gig last Friday night at Clay's in Rockford. It got postponed at virtually the last minute. But I said postponed, not canceled. We will actually be performing at Clay's September 30th from 7 to 11 at Clay's in Rockford. It's just on the west end of Rockford, right up across the parking lot from the Dollar General. See, that's how you know it's a small town on the edge of the metro. You can give directions like over yonder across from the uh, the Dollar General. By the way, it's going to be a busy weekend for us. Friday at Clay's. Saturday at the, oh, yes, uh, Stillwater Bowl. Back out to Stillwater for the first time since last spring. That's going to be fun. We have a blast out there. Our Stillwater peeps are the best, uh, except for the Savage peeps, who are also the best. Uh, uh, then the, the following Saturday, October 6th, we're going to be out at the Coon Rapids VFW for the first time. That's going to be a fun one. If you're up in the North Burbs, and we know you are, many of you, I hope to see you out there. That place is fun. I mean, it's a VFW. It's got a 155-millimeter howitzer out front. How could that be any more fun? Be, be out there. Uh, two weeks from this weekend, Friday and Saturday, uh, the twenty, uh, the 30th of September, the 1st of October, and then the following uh, following uh, Friday, I believe. We're out at uh, – go to elephantintheroomband.com. Anyway, you can find out all the details there. So, you know, you've got – by the way, uh, someone uh, wrote me back on social media about my uh, impromptu – Advice that perhaps uh, Keith Ellison would make it possible for the prosecutors to stop prosecuting people for shooting miscreants. Of course, I was speaking out of frustration. Uh, the the commenter said that would be vigilantism. Well, that's absolutely true. It would be. Uh, by the way, the word vigilante is one of the words that uh, 
the good guys have to steal back from the left. The word vigilante is from the Latin word, Latin word vigilis, meaning people who keep watch. It was the neighborhood watch group. And by the way, I don't know what happened. Uh, 30 years ago, you could find neighborhood watch groups all over the place. They were active. They were involved. They were a response to the violence that ended up as Murderapolis in the middle of the 1990s. And, and by the way, St. Paul as well. St. Paul was uh, experienced a peak in violence at that time. And the I haven't seen or heard of real systematic neighborhood block clubs since then. It's been over 20 years. And I think that's something that needs to happen again here. Uh, although those have gotten politicized, there was an attempt in my neighborhood a few years ago to do one. And yeah, someone in my neighborhood said, Harry, aren't you a second amendment person? Uh, you might start shooting someone. You might want to be careful. I said, well, oh gosh, you're, you're from Germany. You might want to be careful taking you out because you might start killing Jews. It was not a good neighborhood block club organization meeting. Let's just put it that way. Uh, watching the DFL try to turn around and paint itself as the tough on crime party has been kind of hilarious. It it reminds me of the time, I don't know, 10 years ago when the DFL social media was run by these little endomorphic little wannabe chirpy little tough guys from McAllister and St. Thomas and the U of M uh, who were 10 feet tall and armor plated on social media. Like, to, you know, people like, oh, uh, I won't name names, but a little 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 wannabe tough guys uh who who ran social media real 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 fast and loose with the facts and very confrontationally and, and i think they're getting back into that because wh- whoever runs it is d- drinking the same uh bottle that the, the people back then were drinking a tweet came out yesterday that a lot of us have been having a lot of fun with from the official minnesota dfl party twitter feed <clears throat> jen from minnesota uh, it's uh, Jim Schultz, the attorney general candidate, who's got a solid chance of winning. By the way, a, a solid enough chance of winning that the uh, that the media is having to try and sandbag against him. We'll be talking uh, both on the show in coming days here, as well as the uh, at the uh, Tea Party Patriots meeting up in uh, up in where's that Champlin uh, a couple of weeks from now about uh, how the polling industry is a scam. Uh, it can be a scam. Not all of it. Got to be kind of careful. Can't be indiscriminate about it. But the way polls are presented, equally so. Uh, This past week, uh, Channel 4, inevitably, uh, did a graphic on the attorney general's race, uh, which currently, according to the latest uh, Survey USA poll, uh, is 46-40 Ellison with a margin of error of almost 5%. So we can call that almost a, a tie race here. Except they showed the Ellison line being three times as long as the Schultz line. When you're presenting scientific graphs, sometimes you cut off the part that's all the same, but not when you're trying to show how far apart a race is. It makes it look that uh, like Ellison is ahead by a two-to-one margin, by 60-30 uh, or something like that. It was incredibly misleading. It was a bit of journalistic malfeasance, or as we call it today, Twin Cities journalism. At any rate, uh, the... What little wannabe bully boy that uh, works the Minnesota DFL party Twitter feed said, uh, Jim from Minnesota, Jim Schultz, was invited to visit one of the city's largest open-air drug bazaars and hear from people affected by the violence here. Schultz refused. Quote, he refused to talk about solutions with community members. Now Schultz is attacking Ellison for working to curb that, working to curb that violence by going after the businesses that have been trying to survive 
with all the other curveballs and brickbats the administration throws at them. Schultz refused. <laughs> and, and, and the question I have is, we're talking about open-air drug bazaars as if they are the norm, and Jim Schultz is the deviant for not going to visit it. <laughs> what? Is anybody seeing but me seeing the problem with this statement here? You have open-air drug bazaars working in the open and people being affected, talking with people about how it's affected them. How about we enforce the laws against, I don't know, open-air drug bazaars and open-air scoffing at the rule of law? I mean, it's what Ellison did when a coffee shop in Albert Lee tried to stay open. Can't have people scoffing at the rule of law in Albert Lee. But if people are putting out, putting together open-air drug bazaars in the open in North Minneapolis to the extent that Republican candidates for office can be invited to go visit them, am I the only one seeing, am I the only one seeing the problem with this? I, I, I must be. I've got an idea, and this may seem radical. Uh, in, indeed, if you're, if you're a progressive, it may seem white supremacist, but everything does. It's not. It's not white supremacist. It's, it's me asking for the privilege on behalf of the residents of the North Minneapolis community that also pay their taxes for the public order that we expect from our government. How about instead of inviting Jim Schultz to take a walk around the open-air drug bazaar, how about Mike Freeman and Keith Ellison and Jacob Fry and, I don't know, a hundred cops go up to the open-air drug bazaar and shut it down. Make it, a, send it back underground where it belongs. Enforce the laws on the streets. Punish scoff lawism. Like, act like they're a coffee shop. I don't care. You got the wrong villain here, little wannabe tough guy. Jack Tomzak up next. We'll be right back, back next week. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. Wherever there's a need in the Twin Cities, you'll find the Salvation Army. Each month, more and more of our neighbors fall behind on rent, face eviction, and become homeless due to pay cuts, job losses, health issues, addiction, and inflation. The need may be greater than ever, but so is the Salvation Army's response. Next week, you'll hear stories of lives changed and how you can help. Keep an eye on our website and social media pages for details on the Salvation Army's Here to Help campaign. Supported by Geritom Medical. As a former congressman and the ranking member on the Judiciary Committee of the U.S. House of Representatives, Doug Collins knows what it means to fight for what he believes. And on every episode of the Doug Collins podcast, he'll explore all topics from politics to life advice and blend them together for a well-rounded discussion that you can use to get the most out of your life. The Doug Collins podcast. Subscribe today on Apple, Google, Spotify, and at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Warning. Warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue 
to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late-inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school. Plus, all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. AM 1280, The Patriot is WWE. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.